This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Bailey Zimmerman's about to put out a full record, but Bailey stopped by just a few months after signing his record deal. This was the first interview he ever did. I didn't know that. I was just like, I want to talk to this dude. And I remember... When he left, I was like, that was a refreshing interview because he had never done anything. He was just in talking. He signed with Warner back in 2022, but, you know, it was about TikTok at first. But the real TikTok story here isn't, hey, I gained a fan base and then quit. He was like, dang, I got one video that exploded. I'm quitting my job and we're just going to give it a run. I'm out of here. I can appreciate just that, just that intensity of going, I'm putting it all right here. So... Bailey Zimmerman. I mean, since then, he's had two number ones. Fall in Love. And Rock in a Hard Place. He's going to be on the radio show coming up. And we've gotten to know each other a little bit, but I just love this interview. The new album comes out May 12th called Religiously the Album. So here it is. A look back at the first time we met. Get to know a guy that is blowing up. Here is from back in the day, Bailey Zimmerman. When you were driving in, Bailey, the, one of the guys that works here was like, I think he's got like a monster truck. I was going to bring it. And then it starts coming through, and I was like, well, it looks like a nice white SUV, but I don't see a, how big is the truck, this this mysterious truck? Uh, The the mirror. Get up on is, the microphone right there. Yeah, um, The mirror is probably like two or three foot above my head. The, the side mirror yeah. is? Yeah. So if I'm standing up, it's probably, I mean... It's really tall, yeah. So is it, I feel like it would need one of those helicopter rope ladders to get up in. Does it have a ladder that comes out, or you just pull yourself up every time? No. Well, I've been really working on getting steps for it that come down, but they're not in yet. So it's a struggle. Because I don't drive it very much. Cause it, like, oh, you don't? So no. You, but you have you climb up? You jump? Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, you use what? the tire. So, okay, talk to me, because I don't know much about cars, but is it an old truck? Is it a new truck? Yep, new one. Yep. And I've, you I've, got it jacked that high? Yeah. I've always wanted to do it. And I mean, then, I agree. If you want to do it, do it. I yeah. just, so it's so big. I think if I had spent all this money and time, I would only want to drive it. But I guess, guess you sucks. do. Guess no, sucks. you want to drive it. But then when you get home and there's like a paint chip here, or there's like 
a crack somewhere. You're like, I'm not driving this anymore. What about parking spots? I feel like that would be tough. Not bad. No, it's it's really not. I it's just tall. Not fa- you have a picture of it? Yeah, yeah. I I guess I I'm picturing like a Bigfoot, like literal Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, that thing's huge. It's pretty big. Are those pink wheels? No, no gold. It's just yeah, the, just it's all gold. So okay, let me ask a couple questions here. Then, how long you had the truck? About a year. Okay. Probably. How About long did it take to finish? And did you are you the one that specialized? I customized it all. Yeah. I didn't do the work. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm saying, is, but, but you from the beginning, you said I want this done, this done, this yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. I picked. How every long did color. that take to do? Well, I've built this truck in my head for years. It, man, if I get enough money, I'm going to build a truck like this. So I've had every color picked out for like five years. So it took like six months to build it, though. And are you impatiently waiting the whole time? Like, come on, come on, come on. As I've grown older, I used to be really impatient with things, and now I'm just like, yeah, it'll get Even done when it's I, done. Because I get impatient if I buy a pair of shoes online, and I'm like, all right, is it here today? Yeah. If you just spent six months building a truck, I would have been so ready to drive that thing immediately. Well, oh, I was. Every day I was like, man, I wish my truck was done. But you go through and you get calls. like You'll have like two calls a week. Hey, man, uh, this happened. We got we to gotta switch this. or you know. So after like four times of that happening, you're just like, you know what? Just... I want to stress myself out. And now people this. know it's that truck is so known. I would assume a lot of people would even know it's you because of your social media presence. I'd be where people follow me home. We did have people follow us to Red Lobster the other night. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll be, that's what I'd be worried about. They yeah. would know, and that's why I never got a personalized license plate because I don't want someone that would be like, "I hate that guy." Key in my car, yeah. or just people like, "Oh, big shot." Got not you, but me. But, oh, look mm. at him driving that. Let's go. Let's go hassle him a little bit. Yeah. I've kind of just always had big trucks, so I just thought uh, it's part of my brand, and I've I've always had big trucks, so pretty cool, man. Nobody. Well, how much costs to fill up, gas wise? A hundred bucks, but it only gets me like a hundred and twenty miles. I was gonna say a hundred bucks isn't bad for a truck, no. but when it only drives down the road, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. pretty good. You can go to Walmart and back. Oh man, it's good to to, to see you. Good to talk to you. I was when I leave the radio station on Music Row because we'll work out of here some, we'll work out of there some. But when I leave, I see your face. On the big sign, yeah, I'm driving out, and I was like, oh, "I wonder what's up with this kid." And so I just started researching it a little bit. First, congratulations because, you know, I'll look occasionally and look at just consumption. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really have any. I don't really care that much about what gets put on the radio because I'm on a whole, I'm on a whole bunch of stations. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really look. I shouldn't say care. I don't really look and try to affect radio stations, but I will look and see, you know, who's streaming a lot, who's getting played a lot that's new. You're killing it, man. Thanks, man. Re- really cool. Like, uh, and and to be honest with you, I did to you what people do to me when they don't know who I am, and most people don't. But they'll go, my name will get spelled B-O-B-B-I. I have a unisex mm. name. They'll think I'm a girl. Yep, same. And I was like, Bailey. I was like, man, she must be killing it. <laughs> she and it's, must but, be yeah, killing and so, it. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, that's him. Yeah. So with a unisex name, do you ever get that? Oh, my whole life. I used to hate it so much. I was like, mom, why did you name me <laughs> Bailey? You know, why would you name me a girl's name? But as I've grown older, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I've never awesome met another. Name. I've never met another dude named Bailey, so I'm at peace with it now. But oh yeah, my whole life it was like Bailey Lynn too. My middle name is Lynn. That's, so, yeah, you're doubling up the girl name. I'm doubling up. I like yeah, it, I doubled up. I like it. What What are you attributing? Because obviously you have a big social media presence. But um, what I read though was you didn't start off doing music on any sort of social media. Like even mm-hmm. TikTok, you were just showing off tru- trucks. You're yeah. Just like, so what, let's go back then before music. You said, I'm going to get on, and did you plan to just do it for, like, your small circle, or did you go, I got some real, I think truck people will follow me, I'm going to create a brand here. 
So I start. There's this girl in my hometown. It was Walmart, and she was a cashier, and she was like, I was flirting with her, and I was like, I'm gonna catch you on TikTok because I had posted one video and it did just a, you know a couple thousand, and she was like, You'll never hit ten thousand followers on TikTok. So I just kind of got it in me. I was like, Well, I'm gonna do that. So I started. I built this truck. I started just filming it and stuff and putting sounds behind it and then it ended up getting a lot of traction and then i got hooked on truck shows so then i started like taking going it. yeah going. Taking, taking that truck yeah i truck took truck. it from just like building trucks and posting it to like oh i think i'm gonna start going to these shows and maybe get some you know try to win trophies and i got hooked on that in 2019 and then just kept doing my truck stuff and then one day i had never sang before and I was wanting to get out of the pipeline industry just because of not seeing family and being gone so much. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to start building trucks as a profession. Not only am I going to post them, but I'm going to build other people's trucks. So me and my brother John started doing that. And like three days into business, I tried singing just in the shop. And this dude named Gavin Lucas from the same town I'm in was like, hey, man, I think you've got a cool voice, and I write songs, I can play guitar. Would you ever just want to hang sometime? And I was like, yeah, man, I'll hang sometime. I've never really watched anybody play guitar and sing at the same time. That's how it started? That's, That's how, how this it started? whole thing started, yeah. Dear God, I've never heard of a uh, more random, cooler, oops, but awesome story. It was very random. We We, like, jammed, like, three times, and I was just so in awe of, him playing guitar and singing at the same time. He's like writing, this guy can write songs. So one night we were hanging and he said, hey man, tonight we should try to like really write a song and see if we can write songs. So that was my first single, Never Coming Home. That night we wrote the first verse and mind you, this is like a weekend of hanging with Gavin and we wrote the first verse and then posted it on TikTok that night at like 2 a.m. and I woke up and I like, kid you not, I woke up, had almost 2 million views, crazy amount of comments i called my union that i was in that i pipelined with quit after one video in the next morning yeah and you were already looking to get out but listen when there's not a paycheck coming yeah yeah we were laid off at the time and got it i just felt like man if i'm gonna chase something this is definitely something to chase you know you might as well try it but what's funny is you're like if i'm gonna chase something i guess it's this thing that just randomly popped up a couple days ago that's awesome yeah yeah well man could you not have you did you never sing as a kid my mom would always, like, tell me in the truck, like, oh, you should sing. I used to be able to sing before I started smoking cigarettes. I used to be able to sing and stuff. And I just always blew it off because that's my mom, you know. So I, I always just blew it off. And then over my life, I've had, like, three people tell me, man, I think you could sing. But, I, but did you ever sing where people could actually hear you? No. It all started, like, two years from now or two years back from now. I, like, sang one day. And then after that, I had like three people tell me. And then Sing the video, where? where? Just random, like a random place. I think it was up at the courts um, in Florida, Illinois, like the basketball courts. Yeah. So what do you mean? Yeah. You're just like, just right here, me and you. And you're like, you are my sunshine. Yeah, mom. it was Hurricane. Like, like, wow. You sang Luke Combs Hurricane. Yeah, Luke Combs Hurricane. This kid named Trey Zudi was just jamming on a guitar and I was real bored. And you always just went up to the basketball courts to hang out. And he was like jamming on the guitar. And I was like, I'll try to sing. And then. I tried, and then I tried again, and then that video, I, I like was like, you know what? I'm just going to try it. Like, What could it hurt if I tried singing? That's crazy. You're like a kid who's walking by a ball field, and you're like, oh, man, there's a ball laying down there. Let me just grab it. Oh, you, <laughs> you have a glove on over there? Am I supposed to throw it to you? Yeah. Pow! 102-mile-an-hour fastball. <laughs> you're like, wow. 
So if I'm rewinding before the music stuff, because I'm I'm so interested in your passion of uh, cars, trucks, building. Mm-hmm. When you, because when you said to me when I got some money, I built a truck. I figured it was when you got some money from either stuff on social media, signing a deal. Uh, but it was when you got some money, you saved up money from like working a real job. So when I got some money, I built my big truck. The one truck, I had no money. Dude, two years ago, I couldn't like afford my truck payment. I had no money. I was living with my mom, which I love my mom. But I was like 20, <laughs> almost 21, living with my mom. And I'm like, man, what am I going to do with my life? And pipeline's not working out. So I had no money. So I just budget built this truck. It was like, it was like painted. It wasn't so even... that truck you're talking about, that's the budget mm-hmm. truck you built. This is the truck you built when you're like, okay, I have some money for being creative. Yeah. That's crazy. I thought, man, if what if I just build the biggest truck, the biggest half-ton truck in America? What if I just build it and then I try to brand me? Because my music isn't very party. It's like super sad and feelings and like, you know, what I'm feeling. So I thought, man, but I do want people to like ha- know that I have a good time too. <laughs> you so I built, sad guy? Yeah, like I'm yeah. not always just this sad, really depressed dude in my house. You know, I do have fun and... So I thought, man, I'll build this huge truck and take it to truck shows, and maybe I can get my my fans to come to these shows and see me that way as well. That's pretty cool. I'm kind of in awe of, of this story, and I've heard all the stories. I've never heard one quite like this. This is really cool. And you're you're young, 22, 23? 22. Yeah, that's crazy. So you live with your mom at 20. You have no aspirations to be a performer. I'm yeah. It's not that you didn't want to. You just didn't even know that was the thing, right? Well, I was living in an 800-person town. You know, Nobody ever makes it out of there. So I thought, I mean, I'm in – competition with a billion people that are all trying to do the same thing where'd you live um lewisville illinois where in the state like up there? very southern okay so very southern close to like mount vernon effingham um two hours from champagne yeah three towns that i don't even know where they are i'll be <laughs> okay, honest with yeah. you and i tore i tore a lot but i that's tough for, so if very like the bottom little tip thing there yep so if you go up to Champaign or Peoria, we're like two I know and a half. Peoria. Yeah, yeah, the, three hours from Peoria South. The Cubs minor league teams in Peoria. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Okay, so you grow, you graduate high school? Yep, graduated okay. high school. You finished high school. What kind of student were you? Terrible. Hated school. <laughs> I, f- I failed math. I failed math. But which version of math? There's a lot of math. It like, was algebra like too. Algebra, yeah, if you're talking yeah. algebra, I'm not going to be like, I can't believe Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it algebra was sucks. so lame. So, you, okay, you, you graduated high school and... Does your truck fascination just generally come from your dad, do you think? It comes from a dude in my town named Wade Prather. I saw his huge truck when I was uh, 13, 12, 13, going to school every day. I just thought, man, one day if I can make some money and be able to build that, I would do that. So that's did, what, I think that's where it all comes from. Your dad's a truck driver? Was a truck driver? Yeah, he hauled cars and stuff. So did you learn about trucks and ha- actually the functionality of them and how they work and how to fix it from your dad at all? Yeah, working on motors. Okay. So it, it all started really with just like anything with a motor. I loved going fast. So I, I raced a lot of outdoor motocross, um, you know, from like 14 to 19 and 20. And dad and John always built race cars and dirt cars and trucks whatever they could build if they could like work on it they in would. your yard something was being worked on or built there was chassis and motors so that's the early, that's the early fascination to me even if you don't know you're fascinated you're learning mm-hmm. sometimes just because you're around it mm-hmm. your dad's around it but then you go next level and you see somebody with a freaking awesome truck yeah and you're like i know how to do this but that's what i want yeah that's that so did you ever think about racing like with that that as being a, a career 
Um, I wanted to so bad. I really did. I love, you know, racing outdoors and I always did love it, but kind of the same thing. That's even a harder just industry to get into. You got to be a top five contender to even make a living. Doing I, I hear it you and, saying that honest to God. I do. And I respect that. But what yeah. you're doing right now is just as weird and odd and hard. Oh yeah. And, and lightning in a bottle and all. So when you're like, man, I don't know about what do you do? You can do anything. Apparently you, you're yeah. nailing it. You can be a ra- astronaut. Just go do it. Yeah. Hey, I tell people that. From the last two years, I truly believe a person can do anything and they ever want to do. And they're like, there's nothing is impossible. You can do anything. Is I it, just wasn't very fast on a dirt bike. Is it still weird to you what's happening to you right now? Every day. Every day I wake up and I, I like call my mom and I'm like, hey, Bobby Bones just asked me to come be on a show. I'm this blown away that you're so normal. I'll be honest with you. I thought you're 22. You're killing it right now. Sometimes you may not even know how much you're killing it, but you're killing it. You're town's talking about you your style and i'm like oh this guy's not a douche because <laughs> no. just the nature of this town there's a, there's a good amount of douchebags because uh yes creative and even if i think you're a douche somebody else may not but there's just enough there's enough to always and you're not you're just a dude it's awesome yeah it's so refreshing you're just a dude and so but i mean that in the best way of yeah you know what you care about you know, and you understand what's just happened to you and how crazy it is, and mm. you're still going full speed ahead at it, and like you're dedicated and mm. you're attacking this thing, and that is really freaking cool. Yeah, I just you got to th- man. Like a year and a half ago, I I've n- I know where it's at. I know where being at the bottom is. I know how it feels to have nothing and feel like you you just have literally nothing. And now that I know, you know, in all honestly how, how it is to be you know going towards the top or, or or going and doing great things so every day i wake up i thank god for just letting me be here what's first mom, of all what's your mom say uh she's always just like no freaking way that's crazy <laughs> you know and she'll like she's like this is just insane and she'll like talk to herself I'm like this is just crazy you know so mom is like i love talking to her about things because she has no clue what's going on as you know just as much as i do and I'll just be like, yo, I think I'm, like, flying on a private jet. And she's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Like, how crazy is that, man? Is it, I, I just can't just, like, I just sit back and I just smile. And I'm just like, this is insane. Have you done a lot of interviews? No, you're one of the very first. I've, I've ne- I don't think I've ever done an interview like this. Are you serious? I've never done anything like this. The, don't change. And it's going to be hard for you not to change because you get so jaded and also you, you'll get your label people and they'll do a good job for the most part. You're at a good place. Mm-hmm. You're at a good place. You're at Warner, right? Yeah. You're at Warner. They're, that's, that's a good it's a good group. And so you already know how to talk. And some people who are great off mic come in and they aren't sure how to talk. But what you're doing is you're taking what out there and you're just bringing it in here. Like that's the key. Yeah, that's I'm just key. talking to that's you. That's it. That's just it. That's what I say. Never change. Yeah. So you're freaking out. Your mom's freaking out. Everything's, but I want to go back to, you load the video up, you, you singing, you wake up, you got a couple million views. You decide you're going to tell the union you're not coming back. Mm-hmm. So, but then what do you do next? Do you go, all right, it's time to sing on TikTok. So literally what I did next was, so I called the union, quit, and they were like, wait, you just like, you just want to like get off the list? I'm like, no, cut my card up. I'm done. And they were like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I'm going to be try to be a country singer because like, might as well try, you know. And so I called Gavin because I called him at 2 a.m. And I said, hey, do you care if I post this video? And he said, no, man. 
hell, if it, if it gets some views, why don't we try to cut it or however you do that? I don't even know how that works, you know? So I called him and I said, dude, have you seen TikTok? And he's like, no. And I'm like, yeah, dude, go look at TikTok. And he looked and he's like, dude, so what do we do now? And I'm like, well, we got to figure out how to record it. We got to figure out how that works. Like, I don't know how it works. And he said, and he said, uh, all right, man, I'll, I'll take off of work today. You take off too. And I said, nah, dude, I already quit. And he's like, <laughs> you quit your job. And I'm like, dude, no, I'm for real, Gavin. Like I'm coming over to your apartment in the next year. You're going to quit your job. I'm going to, I already quit my job. So you're going to quit your job. We're, you're going to be a writer. I'm going to be an artist. We're going to do this. So we got over there and we searched up recording studios. Cause I always thought you had to have a personal studio start off music. Well, and that's what it looks like on TV anyway, mm -hmm. is that they have to go into a building in a room where all the big board is, yep. and the microphone. I thought the same thing. Yep. But then you quickly learn what? That it's just a lot of home studios. And I thought you legit, I had to go buy speakers. I had to go buy all this gear. I had to like produce my own stuff. So when I learned that you didn't have to do that, I was like, okay, this is way easier. This is a lot easier than I think it is. So we went to Nashville, cut the song. What's the drive to Nashville? Four hours. Okay, so not that bad. But we were doing it like two or three times a week, me and Gav. When you cut a song, you, you drove to Nashville. Did you find somebody here with a home studio? or did Yes, okay. Sean Rogers had a home studio, and I randomly, it's the weirdest thing, I randomly got hooked up with him from a dude that I hadn't, this dude in my hometown of 800 people randomly knew that I was looking for a producer, and I had not told anybody about this. I had not talked to anybody but my mom. Wait, how would he know then? No clue. Still to this day, have no clue how any of it got. He just randomly called me. He said, hey, man, my name's Richie. And for some reason, I've, I just got your number from somebody. Do you need a producer? And I was like, why do you know that? I've literally not told anybody. And he was like, I don't know. But I feel I just I just got your number and I, I, I just knew to call you. And I was like, yeah, I need a producer. And he was like, well. Sean Rogers does uh, an artist from back home named Dylan Wolf. He he produces him, and would you wanna would you wanna go produce him? I'm like, I'll take whatever I can right now, you know. <laughs> so it was really wild. I had like fifteen hundred bucks. Me and Gav threw fifteen hundred and fifteen hundred to get the song produced, and we were like, man, do you think we'll make our money back? Like, I don't have no more money, and so so, so you take the song though. Do you load it up on the digital DSPs? The, yeah, uh, DistroKid. Okay, so yes. you put it there, and then it goes up now. That's the song you did on TikTok at first. Mm -hmm. So then how did, do you get back on TikTok and go, we just loaded it up? Or did you, like, how do you let that crew, because how many followers do you have now at this point because of that song? I, so I went from 67,000 that night, and then when I woke up the next morning, I had 140,000. So, so I you, you went from the night. truck fan, the people that were fans of your work mm -hmm. and, and trucks, and you doubled up in one night, and so now you have all these music folks too mm -hmm. like your music. Yeah. So how do you let them know? I just, um, I just started doing TikToks. I was just like, hey, y'all, thank you so much for the support on this song. Um, I'm going to try to get it out. I really don't know how we do that yet, but I'm trying to figure it out, so just bear with me. And I was super just transparent with them, and I just told them how, it, how I was learning, how songs were made, and this and that. And then I just told them, hey, I, I uploaded it, and now it's going to be released this day. You guys can stream it this day. Yep. And were you... Surprised, relieved, what, which when it started to really get some traction in that space, then and on the you know getting streams. So when it started like streaming really well, we hit a million on Apple, and I called I called Gav and Mom into the room, and I'm like, "Is this good? <laughs> like, is a million? I think it was a million streams first week on Apple, and yeah. I was like, "Is this good? 
how how do I gauge this? Like, are we doing good? Is it not making enough money? I had no idea. I had no idea what anything was. I thought my management before I signed with them was a label. Oh no, that's that's a common. That's common. Yeah, yeah, same thing. I, label management agents, all that yeah. crap to me when I started too. I was like, wait, I thought, what do you do? Yeah, you're telling me I can have a manager and a label at the same time, and you're telling me I yes. gotta pay a manager and an agent, but I feel like it's the same crap. <laughs> I feel like I'm paying. <laughs> yes, <both>. yes, same thing. <laughs> yeah. So. You are. When did you get managed? When did they come to the picture? Did they message you from seeing you blow up online? Yeah. So Scott Frazier um, hit me on on Instagram, and for some reason I responded. I would have never responded because there's this long, huge message with this uh, weird-looking guy with a bow tie on and this profile picture, and <laughs> I just thought, man, this guy looks like a weirdo. But something is telling me I need to like talk to him. So I called him, and I'm running to the airport, and we just had the best conversation, and. He introduced me to Chief or Chief Zarouk and Simon Tickman of the Core Entertainment, and that was I had already had a meeting with Warner with Chris Lacey, and I didn't know even what it was. I didn't know what I was. I was at this building just talking to a bunch of random people about music, and then a month later, I told them all about it, and they were like, "Wait a second, you've been talking to Chris, and you've been doing this," and I'm like, "Yeah," and they're like, "We need to manage you," so they like signed me, and then about that was two months after never coming home came out, and then I think I signed my deals like a month and a half after that or two months. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the kids at St. Jude. St. Jude's been leading the way in the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of childhood cancer. Your support means the families never get a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food so the families can focus on helping their child live. And that really hits home for me because I've been to St. Jude many times. I've hung out with the kids, played music for the kids. I was in the hospital a lot as a kid. Now, I didn't have cancer, but if it wasn't for people stepping up, I don't know that I would have been able to go and stay in the hospital and be taken care of. So that's why we do this, take care of others. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. When you do this, you'll get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. So join all the doctors and researchers, you know, and me in this fight and just text the word Bobby to 785-833. It's only six numbers, but text the word Bobby to 785-833. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. You're talking about men's boots, women's boots, um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period. Like it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet, the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store. Have a complimentary drink. Shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah. That's what the whole store basically is. Fresh leather. Yep. Friendly staff. Or like the smell of staff? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events. There is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. 
T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. Tecovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Mike, can you play some and never come home? And I got you blowing up my phone Cause you don't wanna be alone Close that door on me And I ain't never coming home Oh no I ain't never coming home I've said goodbye So what is the label when they meet with you and they say, hey, we'd love to have you, I'd love to sign you? What's their pitch to you as to why they'd be the right one? So when I got with Warner, when I met with Warner for the first time, it wasn't, they, the first question was, do you know why you're here? And I was like, no clue. I'm going to be fully transparent with y'all. I have no idea who you are, who you are. (laughs) I don't know what this building is. And they were like, well, we're Warner Nashville. We're a record label, this and that. And I was like, okay. And then, honestly, it was just a really good conversation. I just really got to know Chris. I really got to know Rohan. How'd and you get down there, though? The, who, who, how, who told you to come to that building, and what did they tell you was going to happen there? Rohan Coley is an A&R from uh, Warner, and he just messaged me on Instagram. And got he it. just was like, hey, man, would you want to come have a meeting? And I said, sure. I, I just love Nashville, so I was like, any, anything to get me to Nashville. So you drove down to have the meeting with some mm-hmm. people. You had no idea what they did. Yep, ate pharmacy burgers in front yeah. of the – that was when COVID was really, really, you know, popping and outside with masks, eating burgers and stuff. And we didn't even talk about deals or nothing. We didn't talk about anything like that. We just, what did you life, tell them that your, your life goals were? Um, I just told them, I said, I don't know what's going on, but more of the story is I've got a vision for this. I, I'm like, I, I think I know – what music I want to sing, and I know how I want to do it, and I know who I want to be. So there you go. That's that's what I am. I don't know. I've not written you know written any more songs. I've not. I don't know how to play guitar. I can't do this and I can't do that. But I know I've got a vision for what I'm doing, and and and, and social media is working. So I'm just gonna keep doing that. So you left the meeting. What was like the general feeling? Was it hey we'll talk more. We would love to have you go think about it. We don't like you. Like what what, what do they make you feel like? Chris made me su- feel super, like, at home. I felt super, like, um, very comfortable in the situation just with the people. I got to know Chris and Rohan really well just sitting there, and it was more like, um, hey, we're going to keep watching what you're doing. We're really excited about you. And I'm like, hey, I'm just grateful to be here, so thanks for having me. You know? And they paid for the burgers, so let's hey, go. They paid for the burgers. Yeah. 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 I'm, and I'll backtrack in a second, but I'm even looking at, your dates here, because you're going to be doing one, two, three, four, five. On this, eight, eight shows, and half of them are already sold out, maybe more than that at this point. Have you played a show yet for more than 100 people? Yeah, yeah, we've, we've been playing some really crazy shows. That's another thing. Not is, can you sell more than 100 tickets. Don't be confused right. by that, because I know you can. But I'm saying, when did you start to actually, they make you, okay, go in front of this many mm. people. You've never done it before, but go sing in front of folks. When did mm. that happen? So my very first show, I had a writer's round in Nashville at Live Oak, and it was just a little acoustic thing. And I, was, I wasn't really nervous. I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Let's see how this goes. And then the next show I did was Luke Combs, uh, Rock the South. I opened for Luke, and it was – I just – I've watched rock stars. So I grew up on rock. I, I, I grew up uh, eight years old. I went to a Tesla Pop Evil concert, and, and – um, so you're like like 70s, like 60s and 70s rock. You say that. Yeah, like, man. That's classic rock stuff. Yeah, yeah. Some, and, but more into like the 90s stuff too, like the, you know, Saving Able and, you know, Nickelback. So, sh- and so straight ahead, not even 90s alternative, like you're straight ahead modern rock 90s. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I okay. grew up just on a lot of rock. Got it. Anything with big guitars, you know, Kid Rock, Sheryl Crow, any of that stuff. And so I started going to shows when I was like eight or ten. And when I went out to play Rock the South, I just was like, all right, I'm just going to do what I've seen other people do. So, like, very first thing, I'm running all the way down the catwalk. I'm just going to sprint <laughs> as fast as I can. And that'll get people's attention, maybe. So, Literally, very first thing was just like sprinted, and I've not stopped every catwalk I've ever done. I just go and I just balls the walls all the way down, and then I just sit there and look. But playing these shows for more than 100 people is insane, it's like truly something that I've never experienced in my whole life. No, no, truly, yeah, because no, no, truly, you didn't do high school, but like talent shows, you know, it's like okay, oh, I can sing well. Go play for 1,000 people, 5,000 people. You're like, yeah. I mean, that's baptism by fire. Yeah. Do you have, did you have fun doing it? Oh, a blast. I learned that to sing, you have to breathe. <laughs> I like, I got off of Rock the South stage and I said, man, I just, just don't feel good. I, don't, I just don't feel good. I can't breathe. I, I don't feel good. And then I ended up like zonking in the camper. I just passed out in the camper. So it was insanely fun. Insanely fun. Like my... My body has never felt that. Like, just, I can run as much as I want. Nobody's going to tell me to shut up. I can scream as loud as I want. And after that, I was like, I definitely want to do this more. But let's figure out how to breathe. Let's get in shape. Let's get some cardio going. And it's really a thing. Yeah. And if you don't breathe right, especially if you have songs that are, uh, even the song we just played there, if there's a lot of singing, mm-hmm. you have to really measure where you're going to breathe or you miss it. Mm-hmm. And you don't get back to it until later, and then, then you're all the way just, out of breath. Then you're, you're yeah, catching up the whole time. God awful. Yeah. So have yeah. you kind of figured out basically, you know, when you have a second, take a breath? Yeah. Well, the show since then has progressed a lot. You know, we've got um like a like a, a break where I introduce the band and it gives me just a second to like get my heart rate down, get my breathing. But when you miss a breath, it's hard to catch it. You don't you're not mm-hmm. getting it back. There's no way. Because your next breath is gonna be a shorter than what it was supposed to be. Terrible, terrible and really wordy songs and you know and also do a lot of stand-up and so really wordy situations you have to hit your exact points mm-hmm. or again you miss it and when you do finally get your second point you're trying to make up for the first one yep. you're, you're never caught up no but it's fun that you you've got a band break because you learn mm-hmm. quick yep you learn quick. yep yeah one night i just went boys this ain't gonna work this ain't gonna work i i gotta i gotta have something to breathe because that last show was pretty rough I need something to get me through this second half. And I, I've learned, I went from playing 25 minutes with Luke at Rock the South to now I can play hour, hour, half shows, whatever, in a year. And like, if you'd have told me, you know, 21 year old me playing that show that's like dying in the camper, like, hey man, in a year you're going to be just fine though, watch, I would have been like, you're a liar. So I've man. learned a lot. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the kids at St. Jude. St. Jude's been leading the way in the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of childhood cancer. 
Your support means the families never get a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the families can focus on helping their child live. And that really hits home for me because I've been to St. Jude many times. I've hung out with the kids, played music for the kids. I was in the hospital a lot as a kid. Now, I didn't have cancer, but if it wasn't for people stepping up, I don't know that I would have been able to go and stay in the hospital and be taken care of. So that's why we do this, take care of others. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. When you do this, you'll get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. So join all the doctors and researchers, you know, and me in this fight and just text the word Bobby to 785-833. It's only six numbers, but text the word Bobby to 785-833. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. You're talking about men's boots, women's boots, um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period. Like it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet, the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store. Have a complimentary drink. Shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah. That's what the whole store basically is. Fresh leather. Yep. Friendly staff. Or like the smell of staff? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events. There is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. Tacovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Listen to your music. Like, rock in a hard place. That's like my vibe musically. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, you go, you know, I sing all these slow songs. But that, like, songs that I can hear the words, I can feel the words. I don't need a bunch of tempo. Like, that's, that's my vibe. And even mm-hmm. musonically, even musically. Like, what you have going... Personally, for me, like I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't Thank think, I, and I don't think I have to love something to act to know why it's good. But like, I, I really love how you're doing it. I want to play "Rock in a Hard Place" right now. Have you gotten to be a better singer now? Because you have to sing a lot more, so you got to take care of it. But also, like mm-hmm. tricks, and you're working on a muscle. Are you getting better? Insanely better. Going, uh, looking back at like demos from last year to now, I'm like, yeah, we got to recut those vocals. I've, I've learned just, I've been in a lot of, um, vocal lessons. I did go through some voice stuff, um, right off the bat. I was smoking a lot and cause I used to smoke vape and I, I was smoking a lot and singing every single day. I was, you know, I was going out and having drinks just cause I was 21 and I learned very quickly that. You can't do that. It's not just this like infamous thing that just has power all the time. It's it's a muscle and you have to work it. So I've went through the last year has been a very um, informational year. I've learned so much just about how the voice works, how, things to preserve the voice, things to do after a show, before a show. So you've had to cram. That's a great word for it. You've had to cram it all that people learn at eight all the way till now for a normal person who grows up singing. Mm-hmm. You had to cram that all in one year. Yeah. Like all, all of it, the physical part of it, the mental part of it, the take care of your voice. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, it's a crash course. Do yeah. You feel healthy right now? Super healthy. I'm like the healthiest I've been in a long time. Um, I've been singing a lot here recently, and every day I just, I'll call Chief and I'll go, dude, 
just cut another song and I feel amazing, man. Like I, I can't, I can't express how amazing I feel, you know. And that just comes with the cardio and working hard, you know. So, do you get nervous when tickets go on sale that people are going to buy tickets, or did you not think about it at all? No, I didn't. Complete transparency. I didn't even know that what what the <laughs> dates were yet. I didn't know like the routing or what was happening with the tour. And then Scott called me and said, "Hey, tickets went on twenty five minutes ago, and you just sold out six of the eight venues." And I'm like. Well, that's good. That'll work. Let's go. <laughs> that Let's you do go. know that that's good. That that is that's good. Awesome. Sold out is always good. So. so the stress didn't even get to you because you were still learning and you didn't know what you didn't learn yet. Yeah, being being just thrown in the fire is honestly the best. It's like, can you swim? I don't know. Let me jump in and see. So because then you're not so focused on the little things. You're more focused on let's keep living every day and let's make sure we're progressing. And also, what I what I like what's happening to you. If you don't know the rules, you don't always follow the rules. And sometimes you can create your own rules. And I've been able to do that in my career a bit where I would just be a dummy at something and be like, I'm gonna atta- I'm just going to attack it if it's writing a book mm-hmm. or, or doing stand-up. And people are like, well, you're not supposed to write it like that. I'm yep. like, well, I don't know how to write it. So yeah. I did it my own way. And so when it finally comes to light, people are like, oh, this is different. And I'm like, oh, you're saying it's different. They said it was wrong, but it is different because I didn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And now it becomes kind of a standard. And I can see that happening with you a bit where you didn't know, but that's a strength for you mm-hmm. because you created your own lane. Yeah. And so that's exciting as an artist when you don't know all the rules because you can create your own. Yeah. And with all these other uh, Nashville folks, producers, writers, they want you to be around them, I'm assuming. Like, hey, uh, get with this writer. Get with mm-hmm. the, uh, Is that happening to you now where they're trying yeah. to put you places? Um, any of these rooms you walk into and you're like, dang, you've written all these songs and you're gonna write, you're gonna write with me. Does that happen at all, or is it all still a lot of your crew? That yeah, you, that we you wrote with, with. We wrote. I, I write with, of course, Gavin every single day. I write with. It's him awesome all day too that day. you guys are still like, like that's all, that's your dude. Yeah, I, I told him from day one. I will never, like, yo, if we start this, it's like in it to win. I don't. When care. When did he quit his job though? That's the question. How long? Um, probably six months ago. Now. Yep, I, he was so nervous. He was like, man, like, oh, I don't know if I should quit. I don't know if I should quit. And I'm like, dude, I can promise you I'm going to work really hard to make us both successful. Just trust me. Does he go do on? This. Does he play your shows with you, live shows? He loves – he doesn't play them with me, but he goes and he'll just watch. He just loves watching. He's like, dude, can you believe that this is what we're doing now instead of working? So is he – he signed a publishing deal? Yeah, he just signed with Warner Chapel. Okay, so he's writing songs yep. with, with you and with other folks? Yeah, I, I bring him. I told him. I, that's what I told him too. I said, "I will never not bring you to a right. You will. You are always invited to a right. Whatever, whatever right. I don't care if it's the that's biggest awesome. right in the world. You know. So I bring him to every right because we grew up. We grew up together. He knew. He knows exactly who I am. How I like my songs to be. So he can kind of help guide guide the train in the room. Has he gotten to be a better guitar player since he's around a lot of players all the time? Oh yeah, we both have. I mean, so you play now? Yeah, yeah. I can. I can. I played my first, I played Fall in Love on guitar the other day. I was very proud of myself. So when did you pick it up, and how long did it take you before your fingers stopped hurting? Yeah. And you could do more than GCD? Um, I just, honestly, going into all the rights, man, I watched just every guitar player. I'd be like, man, that's a cool chord. So I would watch every time he would go to play that in progression. I'd be like, where's his fingers? So then I would go home, and I would just find it and then i would do different uh variations of that chord to you see if i can you would experiment yourself without even knowing what it was just same thing with just not knowing the rules yeah you know and even to this day everybody's like hey why don't you think about guitar lessons i'm like you know what 
no, man, I've been doing everything my whole life, whether it came to pipeline or building trucks or this and that. I just did it my way because I didn't know how to do it. So I'm just going to keep doing it my way, and I'm going to figure it out on my own. Do you feel pretty confident playing in front of folks now with a guitar? Not on stage yet, but playing guitar, if they're like, hey, can you play us a song? I'm like, yeah, I can play you a song. You know, I can make you think I can play guitar. That's what I do, too. Yeah. Like, I, I have people that are really good. Yep. Like, like, I'm going to do the Bluebird on Sunday night because I have, oh, a, sick. have a couple theater shows in town that I'm doing. And so I just need to get on stage a couple times because a lot of my stuff's comedy. And, you know, you can practice a song, but if I don't tell jokes in front of people, I yep. don't know if they're funny. Yep. Because I can go like I wrote this, it's freaking funny. But if I don't put it out in front of people and hear back, mm-hmm. I never really know. So I'm going to go play the Bluebird. I'm going to do it by myself. But like you, I got to really pick the songs that I'm really comfortable with. Yep. Because unless I got my people around me, I'm very selective about what songs I'm going to be playing. Mm-hmm. So same to where it's like, I'm not, I could fool you. Yeah. If, if you need 12 minutes, I can fool you. You'll be yeah. like, that guy is awesome. Yeah, that guy can play that guitar. Guy, he, he, he <laughs> definitely. Or if you need a clip on Instagram, no problem. I yep. can do that. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the kids at St. Jude. St. Jude's been leading the way in the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of childhood cancer. Your support means that families never get a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food so the families can focus on helping their child live. And that really hits home for me because I've been to St. Jude many times. I've hung out with the kids, played music for the kids. I was in the hospital a lot as a kid. Now, I didn't have cancer, but if it wasn't for people stepping up, I don't know that I would have been able to go and stay in the hospital and be taken care of. So that's why we do this, take care of others. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. When you do this, you'll get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. So join all the doctors and researchers, you know, and me in this fight and just text the word Bobby to 785-833. It's only six numbers, but text the word Bobby to 785-833. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. You're talking about men's boots, women's boots, um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period. Like it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet and the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store. Have a complimentary drink. Shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah. That's what the whole store basically is. Fresh leather. Yep. Friendly staff. Or like the smell of staff? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events. There is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. Tecovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. So you're playing guitar. Are you getting the free stuff now? Or like are music companies reaching out, guitar guitar companies, anything going, hey, we want to put this 
you know, on your Instagram or your TikTok and yeah. take it on stage. Any of that happening? Um, I've been telling Scott and them, I'm like, honestly, I want a Gibson and I want a Gibson deal. I've ever since I've watched the Foo Fighters live. He, Dave Grohl's always had a light blue uh, Gibson, whatever that is. It's some some guitar. But I've always been a fan of the Les Pauls. So S, Les Pauls, uh, SG40, or an SG, the uh, J45s, whatever. So I'm like, yo, if I could have any guitars, it would be Gibson for sure. Big Foo Fighter fan? Huge, massive Foo Fighters fan. I've seen, yeah. them, I've seen them nine times. Dave Grohl is just a different energy. Honestly, it's if an I ener- it's, show, it's an energy. It's an exact energy that nobody else has. Yeah. Dave Grohl live. Yep. When I when I watch that, I go, I want to be him. I want to be Vince Neil. I want to be these rock stars. Crazy, you're going Motley Crue too. Oh, I watch I watch The Dirt every single night all the way through. I never I never not finish it. Not every single night. Every I, shut up. I shut swear. Up, for the last, it's good. Three and a half months. Yeah. I've I've just manifested that. I want to. What about that though? Not like the crazy you. party, yeah, yeah. like drugs and stuff, mm-hmm. but just the way they live life. I want to just do what I want. I've always had that mentality of my whole life. I just don't tell me what to do. I just want to do what I want. I just want to be able to live. Let's do this. Five singers, frontmen. Okay. And th- that could be two. You may move off of it. Who are the five frontmen that you've watched as a kid? And you're like, I want to be them. And now you're actually going, I always wanted to be them, but I didn't really know. But now I do really want to be them as mm-hmm. I do this. Who is it that's inspiring you? Vince Neil, Chad Kroger from Nickelback, Jeff Keith from Tesla. No girl. Chris Cornell. Okay. Chris Cornell, we were watching him last night, and he was different, man. Chris Cornell was different. Scott Stapp is badass. Scott's badass. Any any of them old rockers, man, they just all knew how to just Have you met rock. Scott? No. Stapp? Nope. Not yet. We've had him. Uh, we've had him here before. He follows me on TikTok. He does. He does follow me on TikTok. So. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. I was a big, I was a huge Creed guy. Oh, when you are with me, yeah, just, <laughs> yes, dude, dude. awesome. I Amazing. Went to a, I went to a Creed show. I'm from Arkansas, a real small town in Arkansas. About 800 people, like you, grew up in a town mm-hmm. like you, uh, same size, and drove to Little Rock to watch Creed in an arena. And I was a teenager, so I was, but I was working in radio, and I went back. And Scott Stapp was walking around, and you know they were massive at the time. Mm. I mean, he was like, "Where's the ping pong table?" And I was like, "I was next to the ping pong table. I don't, I don't know how to play ping pong." Yeah, so I picked up a paddle, and he found it. He was like, "Play ping pong?" I was like, "Yeah." I said he said, "You want to play?" I was like, "Oh my, I don't, I don't play ping pong." Oh my gosh, I don't play ping pong. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, of course." Yeah. And he goes, "All right, here we go." I didn't know the rules. Like you have to hit it on the ground first. Like, yeah. The ground. See, you have to hit it on the table, then hit it over. And he goes, "You want to go first? He goes, "You go first." But I didn't know what to do. I go, "No, no, you go first." Uh, you're the guest. Crash course. Yeah, yeah. And I'm watching. He hits it, and I'm like, okay. I think he beat me, like, I don't know, 21-0. Z- uh, before we got to 21-0, he, he was like, you don't know how to play. And he quit. We quit. And he walked off. <laughs> no, yeah, he's, like, he's like, you don't know how to play? <laughs> and he walked off. And then uh, I told him that story, and he goes, yeah, it sounds about like me. It's yeah. Like, it's awesome now, but that's that's really cool. So you don't put Dave Grohl up there, though. It's your top five. It's hard. It's, hard. it's so hard. Dave Grohl would be up there. He's such There's a, so many. He's such an intense, positive energy when he performs. Yeah. And he screams. And I don't want to throw that word screen around, but he screams right on key. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's perfect. And I've seen him nine times, and it's always been one of the greatest shows I've ever seen every single time. Yeah. Have you seen him live? Never seen Dave. I've on YouTube mm-hmm. every day, every single day. I just watch Dave grow. I, watch, I really like going back to like the Nirvana days and watching Dave young. 
because I like look at him like really straight, young. straight hair, yes. long hair, uh, goofy playing the drums, just grunge, yeah. just really grunge. And I like look back at that, and I look at him, and I go, "All right, what has he done from then to now to better his life?" Because if he was doing these things at twenty two, probably shouldn't do those. What has he done? He's a super big role model. Yeah, like. Looking at him through the phone, I just go, man, I would be best friends with this guy, I feel like. It's interesting, too, because, you know, he's in Nirvana, and he is starting to do the Foo, Foo Fighters, but he's doing, it's all him. It's all just mm-hmm. him. He created all that himself, all the instruments, everything. Yeah. And he talks about, you know, he gave it to, show to Kurt, and Kurt's like, great, that's all. You know, so um, he had already been on that a bit. And I think at times, and obviously I'm, I'm way older than you, but I grew up a massive Nirvana fan, massive Foo Fighters mm-hmm. fan. Like that, for me, was when I was a kid kid. And to watch him come out of Nirvana, possibly one of the top, depending on decade, top 10 biggest rock groups of all time, because Nirvana made the whole 90s mm-hmm. sound. They were the first one. Yep. And for him to go from something that big to something else that's massive, yeah. that really aren't connected. Yeah, he, he did, did it, it twice. twice. He did it twice in his life. He and I don't reached think he, Yeah, I don't think he gets the respect, and he gets a lot of respect, but I don't think he gets what he deserves. I would argue, and this would be an interesting conversation, that he is right now America's biggest rock star. He's a little older, but who would be a bigger rock rock star than Dave Grohl? Meaning success, relevance, history. Who's a, Amer- an American rock star? Rolling Stones are still dead, so I'm not, you can't. And they're, yeah. not, they're, they're not dead; they're still alive, but they're British. Yeah, right. And I'm counting the old people, but once you get certain old, you're not even rock. Coldplay is a massive rock band that's yep. still here, not American. Name a bigger American rock star. I don't think there is. Dave Grohl. That's, I think that's it. Yeah. And he's like, the craziest part about him is he's never lost momentum. He's always just been they, Dave And they just Grohl. put out another record and it, it was massive again. Yeah, that's I mean, awesome. Few Fighters has put another record out? Yeah, like a year ago or so. Like oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's what I, I mean. Like, ju- just meaning they're in their 50s. Yeah. And that's just, and it was relevant even then. Yep. So that's, that's pretty cool to hear your influences. And it's also pretty cool that you're honest about them. Yeah. You know, I like that. I like that. Too. I'm just a big fan. I'm a big fan now, even more so after uh, spending time with you because... Yeah, thanks, man. Like, I enjoy what you're about. It's just, all right, um, this has presented itself. I really love it. And I want to work really hard to do it. Mm-hmm. And you don't know the rules, and that's great. Yep. And if you're going to get in trouble, you have people now that'll stop you from getting in trouble. Yeah, they'll be like, well, uh, we you can't know? do that, but... <laughs> like, that might put you in jail, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I like where your mind was. Yeah. I do want to play Fall in Love. Mike, if you could play that, please. Top 40 at radio right now? Yeah. I'm starting to get a little, little Let's little, go. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a whole different animal, meaning... You have a lot of people that are going to come to shows, but it's just a different kind of, and I say radio to me is radio, it's satellite, it's, mm-hmm. any, it's anything where the mass population that is not extremely tuned into the digital space, where they just hear things and they mm-hmm. become fans of. I, that's, a, that's a game, the, the space you're going into now is a game changer, because you already got one on lock, and you keep putting stuff there, you're going to hold that on lock because of who you are and how good you are, but man, you start to become just everywhere once you hit freaking radio you can change somebody's like an artist's life so many times like ways but if you go to radio and you have a song do good like people's aunts didn't know who you are 
Yeah. Random people's hands. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I know. I've heard of Bailey. Oh, yeah. And I think it's so funny talking about radio. Um, small towns, hometowns of artists, you're never like a big artist until you're on like the highway or until you're on, you know, that, FM. That someone can actually listen to in their car, yep. whatever it is. You're not big until then. Yeah. No, I saw him. I was on the way to Casey's and hell, he came on the radio. <laughs> he must be getting pretty big, you know? Yeah. So I've always thought it is so funny how. You really, nobody really knows like music industry unless you're really in it, you know? So radio is a weird thing that I'm still trying to learn. I'm still trying to Same understand bro. it. Same, so, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's anything to understand. I get, yeah. pissed, I get pissed at it all the time. Yeah. I get I'm like, yeah. The whole situation. Well, man, it's, it's really cool. Like, uh, keep at it. I'm anxious to see how you just, you just kill it. Dude, thank you, man. Uh, you know, you came in. I was like, yeah, we'll see how this guy is. It'd probably be a douchebag. And then you can't, <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're just no. not. And, um, I'm super pumped that, that we were able to make this happen. I, I was with my manager. Just this is how this is how it happened. I was with my manager, and we were talking about just general consumption. And he said, Bailey Zimmerman um, is like one or two this week. And I just I heard it and whatever people mm-hmm. people are always telling me that, that things are good or things are not good. And so I was like, oh, cool. So Mike, who's like my main guy here, my mm-hmm. producer, my right hand guy, and everything I do, I was like, hey. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know mm. who you were. I was like, Bailey Zimmerman, what's the deal? Uh, apparently, she's killing it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I said earlier, I said, apparently, she's killing it. And Mike goes, hmm, we talking about mm. the same Bailey Zimmerman? Because the one I know is not a she. And yep. I, was like, I was like, whoever it is, I need, to, I need to know what's up. Yeah. And so then I found out what's up, and I saw like all your dad and listened to your songs and stuff, and I was like, okay, I'm into it. Yeah. And then now, getting to spend time with you, it's like, I might be your biggest fan. I might be your number one fan. Hey, that's, I might be, that's it. I'm paying for me and Grace, buddy. Dude, I, I've been your biggest fan. I've, I saw um, Mitchell's wife, Megan. Mm-hmm. Megan. T- I saw, you took Mitchell Timpany. Yes. Yes. Megan. I saw her cry on her tour bus because you, like, you had her on your show and stuff, yeah. and I thought, Dude, I want to cry. <laughs> I want to. I want to do that. Like, I want to be on Bobby Bones. Like, that would be so sick. Cause I like just you know going around Nash, listening to you. Like, hey, like my stylist. She was like, yeah, that's Bobby Bones' house. I'm like, man, maybe one day I'll get to go over there and like do that show or something. So, dude, now that's we're here. awesome. Well, you should come up whenever you're good, and we got a whole uh, stage at the studio. You play yeah. one, play one morning. It'll be awesome, dude. I'm in. It'll I'm, be awesome. I've not actually played a radio show yet like that. Really? Where it's like, hey, 8 a.m. We're gonna come in and we're gonna play. I've never, I've not done that yet. Well, I know it sounds exciting, but kind of sucks because you're like 8 a.m. I never sing at 8 a.m. Hey, we just had Cody Johnson in, and he did a bunch of songs, and he was like, man, I don't. And Cody plays for twenty thousand people a yeah, night, every night. Yeah, and he's like. Man, uh, singing in the morning, that kind of sucks. And I'm like, I, I know. Imagine waking up at three to do this stupid show yeah. for five hours. <laughs> stupid show. And for it's five awesome, hours. but you don't like to, I don't like to, being early. That part yeah. of it sucks. Uh, well, keep it up, man. I'm really, really pumped for you. Yeah, thank you, man. It's exciting to see all that you're accomplishing. And it sounds like you have your priorities in check. You're still, you got your boys you came up with. Yep. You're still running with them. Yeah. I mean, that's such an awesome story. And I'll end on this in that it's such a story. And I, and, you know, in five years, 10 years, we'll see where, where it takes you. But like, when you talk to Garth or when you talk to Dave Grohl, mm-hmm. they've had this small small group of folks the whole time. And that has been a bit of what has at times kept them centered either as a human or creatively. Mm-hmm. And sometimes a little bit of both, sometimes one or the other. But, yeah, you and you and your boy. Yeah. I, I hope you guys are, are doing it for a long, long time. I will never get rid of him, so. 
I mean, famous last words. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We'll, yeah, we'll you know, save that clip. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and maybe he wants to get rid of you. So let's yeah. not act like that. Hey. Uh, it's all you. Hey. Uh, tell your mom I said hello. Well, do. She sounds well, do. awesome. If she ever comes down and she's here, uh, we should bring her to the show. Bring her up, and we'll do the whole thing. Have mom on the Bobby Bones show. Absolutely. I, I, love <laughs> yes. a, I love a supportive mom that is just like living uh, through their kid and someone that you call and like, hey, this is happening. And I feel like that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, there. I'll tell you guys. Go follow Bailey, Bailey dot Zimmerman on both yep. TikTok and Instagram. Yep, yes, sir. And that's it. I got nothing. Mike, is there anything you want to say? This has been one of the most fun interviews this I've done in a, a long very time. Refreshing sit down. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, a lot. Of, it's it, it gets to be pretty douchey, and so <laughs> it's awesome. This has been really fun. No, for yeah. Me. I was super nervous. You were? I was. I, I was nervous, man. Like, okay. Honestly, I thought maybe. Maybe Bobby's a douche. Yeah, like, no, maybe I get Bobby's it. A douche. Yeah, maybe, I feel like that. I'm so nervous to go into these rooms and with these random people because you know how it is. Like it's very easy to get off the ground when you're a person of interest and people know who you are when you go around. And so going in here, I was like, oh, I really hope Bobby's just like a chill dude. And we can just hang. And <laughs> well, I think at this point, I am. I think I got to this town. It was normal. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, I can't believe it. I had a couple years where things blew up really fast. I didn't know what was going on, and I was like, oh, maybe I. May, and I had my douche. Mm-hmm. 18 months or yep. so because I was just confused and I was like oh maybe I am way cooler than I th-. and so I was wrong I was way less yep. cool than I actually thought and so but now I know that and I yep. you know I just I'll leave with this and I've had a couple friends that are artists that started I was like um, you're gonna kill it I can just see it. I can see it already you're gonna kill it this is gonna be a long career for you you're gonna be super successful um, you'll ha- it's just try to shorten your douche years as much as you can yeah you're gonna have a couple douche months on the minimal but it's have good people around you. Hopefully they're douches with you. You get to live that out. Yeah. And then you get back to normal and yeah. you're like, remember that douche 18 months we had? Let's <laughs> yeah. never do that again. Let's not do yeah, that again. So, but you're owed that. So yeah. I hope you, just don't be a douche to me. We're all good. You can be a douche yeah. to everybody else. Yeah. You're yeah. owed a good douche 18 months yeah. and then back at it, you know? Yeah, next time. All right. Uh, is your mom going to listen to this, you think? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's her name? Christy. 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 You are more than welcome. If Bailey's ever like, hey, I'm going to Bobby's show, you come with him. I would love to meet you. And I hope you're super proud of him. You got a good kid. That's you stop. Sick. You stop vaping. That's sick. Yeah. And he yep. stopped vaping. Yeah. That's that right. stuff. Because that, yeah. that's that voice. That's what it is. They'd like if it. you want to care about your professional career, yep. you got to take care of things. Yep. And so, all right, there he is. All right, Bailey Zimmerman. Uh, follow Bailey. Tickets. I'd say get them. There are a couple shows where there's like three tickets left, and they're all in separate parts of the venue. So he's selling out like crazy. But if he comes, go see him. All right, Bailey. Good to see you, buddy. All right, good to see you, man. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. 
And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.